0: Hello and welcome to the fifth episode of Soft Spoken. I am Marfine, your host, and I'm just coming back from a brief break from the podcast, uh, spending Thanksgiving with friends and family, and uh, I, I think taking the holiday weekend is just me modeling to all of you to take the time that you need. I know in the podcast world that can be a little bit of a uh, taboo or or, or a no no in terms of you know people always say that content needs to be consistent and continuous, but you know I think in today's world in in social media and in, uh inf- influencer media I guess you can call it I, um, that there's always that pressure to produce, 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 to put out content, put out content, put out content, come up with things. And, and, and often times I think that people are forced to just put stuff out that's really not deep or authentic or meaningful. And so I think that content moving forward into the future, as we get used to social media, and getting used to the digital age and as especially as we move into the the meta universe which is all the rage i think that we we really need to settle into more of a, a you know content that is human human and authentic so i think taking breaks for the holidays is perfectly fine um and that might mess up a a weekly schedule for podcasts or show or what have you. But someday I'll have, you know, the the ability to pull from some from some uh, past content and to replay that and, you know, give something something people to listen to as a throwback, I guess. But for now, we are going to be very human about this. So Speaking of uh, speaking of holidays, I think that it's complicated, right? So we live in America, at, at least I think most of my listeners do. And America has been in the midst of change, you know, socially, racially, demographically, and and maine you know, is a microcosm of that. And with it, I think, you know, there's a growing diversity of holidays that are being celebrated, which I think is a good thing. You know, I think some folks are um, afraid that we're losing, quote-unquote, American values and culture and, and traditions. But I think that, you know, Channeling
1: my Dr. Ron Schmidt um, political science learnings during college.
0: You know, many countries, many civilizations and so- societies, in, in many ways, develop and create, you know, founding and national myths and narratives that they believe have lasted and 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 endured the test of time and are are sort of evergreen and 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 are not subject to change but i think with america you know we we are a 200 plus 250 plus uh, year old nation, country, and in the grand scheme of of global history and, and civilization, we're very young compared to British civilization, Chinese society, and civilization, African civilizations, South America, uh, sorry, um, you know, uh, indigenous civilizations and, and society that have lasted for thousands of years. And so I think that's myth number one. Myth, myth number one in America is that we are, I think we have a uh, similar to here in, in the city where I live, where we're really a small town that acts like a big city. I think America is, is a, a, a big country that acts like it's an old civilization. And in large part, that's because, you know, a lot of things that are, quote-unquote, American civ and society are pulled from older societies and civilizations. And so to some degree that, you know, America being a melting pot is somewhat true in that, you know, a large part of our things like common law, things like um, the social contract... Are derived from colonial powers and civilizations like like the Brits, uh,
1: Dutch, Spanish, French,
0: all uh, German, all of those uh, older European civilizations and colonial powers. And you know, for a good recap of this, I would suggest that you read read. Uh, nationhood and, uh, by the author, fellow main author, Colin Woodard, uh, it gives you a pretty good breakdown of how America isn't necessarily one nation, but, uh, many sort of nations that are clobbered together into a federal system. And so, but I won't, you know, go into that because I'm not the expert on that. But uh, myth number one America is a young country that acts like an ancient civilization in some ways and a big civilization when we were, we were really uh, over 200 years old, which is compared to other civilizations, is, is not that long, is not that old. So, myths, the other myths that uh, um, I think are prevalent. Is, are that uh, traditions and especially around the holidays are the same all across the country. And yes, I think broadly speaking, you know, especially because the country was uh, white dominant or is white dominant still currently and uh Protestant Christian and and initially and then um immigrants from Ireland and French Canadian Mm -hmm. immigrants, and from south, eastern Italy, started moving into America and migrating here in the mid 1800s to early 1900s. I think Catholicism, um, Roman Catholicism grew and Christmas, you know, the traditions of Christmas and the holidays, Christian holidays, obviously was, was super pre- prevalent. But, um, you know, in Protestant circles, in the Catholic circles, in uh, Orthodoxy circles, in all the different, you know, German, Dutch, Swedish, Norwegian cultures and influences in America in the different parts of America you have different traditions and different practices around Christian holidays and so the traditions and values that we see as is Christmas and in America have changed over time as America has seen you know wave after wave of migration and immigration
1: and and so the myth that
0: there are these fixed American values and traditions that quote unquote ought to be respected and, and are quote unquote under threat, I think is, is, is a myth because I think American, uh, pragmatism,
1: the, uh, uh, which I think is a philosophical strain,
0: um, uh, in America, I think something that's been consistent in America as a young country is pragmatism and the ability to adapt and to incorporate incorporate appropriate if you want to use that term different pieces of the many cultures many peoples and many communities that make up or or exist in America in the past and to this very day and when there are new communities and new groups of people uh, in the future you know I think the American spirit of
1: pragmatism will uh,
0: integrate with those very different things you know components of each culture in the future will will work into the American fabric and so that's another myth I think that there are these fixed American traditions and values and, and cultural celebrations that are under, that have always exist, existed and, and, and sh- are coming under threat. I think that's, again, a myth. Because the other interesting thing about today, especially in Maine, is that through the work I do and in, 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 the, in food security work, you know, I I see that many people all across the country who have immigrated here and have sought refuge here, you know, they come with different practices, different traditions, especially around their own holidays. You know, you have the Cambodian New Year's, you have the Eids, you have, um, for the Jewish community, you have Hanukkah, you have... Uh, Rosh Hashanah and for the Baha'i community you have different holidays throughout the year I think the smorgasbord the melting pot of different cultures and societies that are in Maine and America you know obviously there are a lot of different holidays that are celebrated but something that I found in working with folks is that All these different communities, you know, don't just assume that they don't celebrate Thanksgiving or Christmas because from what I've seen anecdotally is that um, people of different cultures still like to celebrate, um, quote unquote, American holidays like Thanksgiving and Christmas. And so. So I think that that's another argument against the whole you know, Christmas and and Thanksgiving and all those things are under threat because, you know, I think that that's hyperbole. I think that America is increasingly diverse and multiracial and everyone is celebrating with each other. Um, I think especially immigrant communities are celebrating Thanksgiving and Christmas Yes, uh, and are, are welcoming many other people in the majority communities to join with them when they're celebrating their cultural holidays uh, specifically. And, and so I think that it's, it's not that anything is under threat or, or under attack or is disappearing. It's just that there are more voices at the table, more communities at the table, more cultures, more societies, more traditions. And so I think what people are feeling is that for so long, the dominant majority, the white majority that has, and Protestant majority is no, is, is not experiencing decline, but is sort of um, seeing all of these cultures coming to America. And in my opinion, opinion contributing to our culture and our vibrancy democracy culture and traditions and society whereas they would see it as a threat because in in from their perspective they're they're losing power they're losing uh they're seeing their influence diminish because diversity and inclusion and equity
1: is building spaces for
0: other people at the table and so some people will look at things from uh, the point of view that the, there's a fixed finite number of seats at the table and they will see that as diminishing uh, as more diverse cultures and, and more people Uh, of different backgrounds that don't necessarily look like look like them Um, take a seat at at the table you know the majority uh, members of the majority that are looking at the number of seats as a finite number will feel their power diminishing but really we should be looking at as the table growing and the number of seats are growing and I think, in that aspect, from that perspective, yes, they'll still they'll still feel like their power and their control is being diminished. But I think, from a growth perspective, from a more inclusive framing of it, the table is getting bigger, more chairs are being added, the family's growing bigger, the 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 number of Ideas at the table, are uh, on the table are, are growing, which, you know, I think frames it in a way where, you know, uh, the dominant majority is, is at least seeing growth rather than seeing a fixed number that slowly they're losing that fixed number, um, control over that fixed number. So, I, I don't know how I got on this topic, but, uh, oh right, holidays. So, I think that
1: today, more holidays
0: are being celebrated in America. Rosh Hashanah, uh, Yom Kippur, Hanukkah, um, Eid, and my New Year's, Chinese New Year, and Autumn Festival, and Spring Harvest Festivals, and Summer Water Festivals. And in addition to, you know, this American holidays, Hallmark holidays like Thanksgiving, Christmas, and St. Patrick's Day. (laughs) Um, And so it's not that holidays are being taken away, it's just that more holidays are here now. And, you know, Hallmark is probably looking at this and saying like, oh, we can make more money because there are more holidays, more greeting cards. Anyway, I hope I didn't just give them ideas. Um, so, I think all of this to say that as we enter into the holiday season, don't, I think it's easy, you know, as someone personally myself that grew up celebrating Thanksgiving and Christmas, it's easy to think of November and December in the winter months as the months where we celebrate what has been in, in traditionally seen as Christian holidays, Thanksgiving, you know, prayers and blessings and Thanksgiving, gratefulness, all those types of things, gratitude, sorry. Um, Christmas, the birth of Christ, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But I think viewing it from the perspective of uh, the, the, the dominant majority, it, it's easy to think of these two months as Christian months. But really, if we just broaden the horizons, many cultures across the globe celebrate Christmas, one, because, you know, American Christianity or British Christianity or French Catholicism, etc., isn't the only types of religions or Christianity. Um, there are many different types all over the world, partially because of colonialism. But uh, many cultures celebrate Christmas. In fact, in China, they even celebrate Christmas to an extent.
1: Um, and so... Also,
0: in the months of November and December, it's America is not the only place where it's cold and dark during the winter months. You know, there are many cultures across the globe, you know, who the winter months uh, may might not have snow and and mistletoe, but it does get a little colder, you know, drier, um, less rain, and they can't grow things. And so, it's a time of scarcity and i think many cultures across the country sorry across the globe have come up with holidays and traditions that bring people together to, to help each other keep each other warm and fed and to emphasize the importance of collective uh, existence cooperation participation and and to to help feed each other to help Um, keep each other's moods up and and not uh, succumb to seasonal uh, depression. And so if you look across the globe, if if you expand your horizons, if you think outside the box, think outside of the dominant majority, you'll find that many cultures have different ways of celebrating and finding warmth and, and finding opportunities to be together during the cold months, during the winter months. And this isn't anything, you know, uh, that hasn't been talked about. There are plenty of socio- sociologists, I think that's what you call them, and anthropologists who know this and, and have written papers about this. But I think we take things for granted, we assume, and we we put our blinders on, and we forget
1: that many people find ways to cope
0: with the cold months, the dark times on Earth, when when the Earth's a little bit farther from the sun.
1: And I think once you realize that, you
0: realize that, okay, you know, let's be a little bit more expansive and inclusive. And instead of just celebrating Thanksgiving or Christmas, how can I help celebrate alongside other members of my community who come from different faith backgrounds, you know, who are Jewish or Muslim or Buddhist or, or, or Baha'i or, or, um, you know, of different faiths rather than making it all about the Protestant American British form of Christmas. Um, I don't think you even have to go far in, in 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 saying that, you know, you're gonna celebrate this, that holiday or that holiday. But I think a small step forward is just saying, like, hey, how do you celebrate Christmas and and, and ca- can I celebrate with you? You know, I know a lot of Jewish friends of mine go uh to Chinese restaurants during Christmas and so, you know, maybe instead of just doing the regular Christmas thing Maybe you can hop along with You know, a friend and be like Hey, let's go to a Chinese restaurant Or something like that um, and, Or, you know Go online and learn about Hanukkah Or Kwanzaa Or um, any other types of holidays During this month and, and figure out You know, how do people get through The, the, the dark months, the cold months And I think that one benefits each of us in that we learn more about the people around us and we connect with them more authentically because, you know, we, we're stepping outside of a comfort zone. We're making ourselves vulnerable in a way we're learning something new. We're, we're, uh, reaching out and, Creating uh, uh, opportunities to connect with those around us in a slightly different way during the same time of the year.
1: And I think that will make humanity warmer and more loving and more cooperative and kind and
0: empathetic if we We don't make everything about ourselves during the holidays, about our culture, our traditions, our ways of doing things. And instead, you know, in in a way, of course, that's not tokenizing or or, um, a form of exoticism, I guess you can call it. Uh, If you figure out a way to
1: make the holiday season
0: Uh, and approach it from more of a place of love and inclusion and expansive thinking and, and broadening your horizons, then if you think about it, you're celebrating more, and there's more opportunities to celebrate and to connect because if you were just limited to just Christmas or Thanksgiving, that's two months. And so like a kid who happens to have a birthday on Christmas, you know, they get to two things to celebrate. If you open yourself up and to your friends and family who maybe aren't Christian or Protestant or Catholic and, and and do the traditional Christmas thing, and you open yourself up to other ways of celebrating Christmas or other holidays around this time of the year, you can be, Like that kid who has a birthday on Christmas in that you have a million other reasons to celebrate during these cold months.
1: That's the benefit I think you get out of it. Not that it's all about how you benefit, but I think what goes around comes around. And so that's what I wanted to
0: kind of cover today in a little bit of a confusing roundabout way. I I finally got there. Um, But I think next week, what I'll talk about is how, even though it's the holiday season, you know, people are trying to make things bright. They're hanging up lights. They're sharing food and all those types of things. You know, there are pockets of the community, you know, who are marginalized, who don't feel the same about the holidays many in the queer LGBTQ plus community, you know, they don't have the same feelings about the family times and the, the holiday times, because those times bring up a lot of loneliness and anxiety and trauma. And so I think next week I will be talking about that. So tune in, that'll be the sixth episode. And, uh, We'll talk soon. Hello and thank you again for tuning in to this episode of Soft Spoken, a podcast. Again, this is Marfine Chan and I want to wish you well and hope that this has helped. Uh, Again, please like, subscribe, leave a review on your podcast platform of choice.